A Halloween to Remember by Sloshed Train. My friends and I decided to go trick-or-treating this year. We were teenagers that wanted some candy into TP houses. We lived in a massive neighborhood, so there was a lot to go around. And after two hours of going around the streets and egging and TPing houses and a very lucky escape from the police, we were ready to end the night. We all stopped at a dark street. Should we go? One of my friends asked. Okay, one more street, another friend replied. I stared down the stark streets, unable to see the end. There was something odd about this street, like it didn't belong. The houses were completely different from the ones in the neighborhood. The houses looked abandoned, and there were no lights either in the street or the houses. I got a bad feeling about this, guys, I said. Don't be a pussy, David. We're just gonna egg some houses and leave. If they do... If they do call the cops again, we sneak out of here. The place is freaking pitch black, my friend replied. We walked down the cold black street, joking around and telling ghost stories, as I just couldn't help feeling watched. Houses looked very different and didn't look stable. I know something was up. I just knew it. The light from the street began to become dimmer and dimmer. Okay, here, we took a bag full of eggs and toilet paper. We were cursing and waving. We were cursing and having fun. I almost forgot to be worried. Crack! A loud noise echoed in the street. What was that? I asked. Everybody, hide now! My friend yelled. I saw all my friends scramble around the block. I hid behind a rusty trash can. Looking over the edge, I couldn't see anything because it was so dark. I only could see a blue outline of the houses. I took out my phone for some light. No signal at all on my cell phone. Didn't they build over a dozen cell phone towers all over the area? I shined my light toward the street. Crack! This time it was even louder. I pulled back and looked over again. All my friends were there, standing in the middle of the street. So, what do you think that was? I questioned walking towards them. They didn't respond. Hello? There's something about your soul I cannot take. But I'll find a way. We all said at the same time, what the fuck? They all charged towards me. I ran and ran into the darkness, seeming to continue on forever. I didn't hear the chasing. I didn't hear them chasing after me, but I didn't stop. I, look, I kept looking for a source of light, or just anyone. I slammed my face into a wall. I got up to see a giant skyscraper outlined in blue and plenty fill of them. It was a city without light. I stood there, completely shocked. A lot of questions flew into my mind. What just happened? Where am I? Can I get back? These questions flooded my mind. A loud growl roared behind me. I turned around to see a wolf-like creatures blending into the darkness. Shit, I whispered to myself. I stood there looking straight at the creatures. I regret my decision after that. I ran out as fast as I could, hearing the creatures paws hitting the ground and hitting the concrete. I stopped at an alley. I stepped at an alley. I think I'm okay, I said to myself. You're far from okay, a similar voice responded. I turned around to see an army of people standing. I tried to run, but another group blocked the other side of the, of the alley. A tall man stood in front. He was dressed in black and was wearing a hoodie that blocked his face. What do you want from me? I yelled. I want your soul, like I did with all your little friends here. I use this realm to capture as many souls as I want. You bastard! I yelled back. You're different. Your soul is special and very hard to get. What makes it harder that you're protected? 
but no soul is strong enough to keep me out. Get ready to become my puppet. Then they closed in on me. I felt like this was the end and that I was going to be made his puppet and I couldn't do anything about it. A stereotypical light shone down on me. Not him again, the man yelled. I woke up in the bed with my bag of candy and leftover eggs from last night. I looked at my digital clock and it read 7 o'clock a.m. 11, 1, 11. I laid there for a while. I wondered if it was all a dream. Whatever happened, I'm safe now. I got up to ready. I got up to get ready for school. Saw a sticky note on my door saying, I haven't forgotten about you yet. I'm glad that you guys loved that little prequel. What we have coming up, this is going to be a two-part series in one episode, is I just read Off Halloween to Remember, and now I'm going to read the sequel, A Halloween to Regret. It's hard to believe a year has passed since the incident. I laid here on my bed trying to rid my memories of that unfortunate night, but no matter how hard I try, I can't repress the events of that night. Halloween again, I said quietly to myself. I got up from the bed and headed down the kitchen. I, today, I wasn't going to school due to the special circumstances. I ate my breakfast and made no conversation with my family. My family just glared at me with the whole time. So today is a nice day. So today is a nice day. Perfect weather, my mom said. I just looked at her and left the kitchen. I went back to my room and sat there at my desk, staring at the clock. Silence. I miss my friends. Not a day goes by that I hadn't thought about them. The police never found a trace of them after that night, and obviously they didn't believe a single word I said. Typical cops, I thought in my head. I kept the sticky note I received after the night in a box in my closet. Should I? I questioned myself. I went to my closet grabbed the box and placed it on my desk. All right, it's time, I said to myself. I opened the box to find the sticky note was no longer there. No, this can't be right, I started to panic. I searched the room from top to bottom to find the note, but no luck. Running out of options, I stormed out of my room, went back to the kitchen. Where's the note, I demanded. What note, my mom replied. The note that was in the fucking box, I yelled with rage. We don't know what you're talking about. We don't know about any note, my sister said. Lies! I yelled back. Calm down, David, my older brother said. God damn it, I yelled in frustration. I stormed out the living room and headed into the garage. I grabbed my bike and set off into the street. I don't know what I accomplished doing, but this, but I needed to leave. I pedaled my way down the street and through traffic until I reached the cemetery. I left my bike on the grass and walked down the numerous rows of graves. I reached my friend's graves. Who did this? I wondered, and I whispered. I stood there in silence and dread, remembering all the good times of my fallen friends. My tear rolled down my cheek. It's scary how life can take the things people you love from you in the matter of seconds. My friends aren't dead. They're trapped by that monster. It's been a whole year living in fear. I'd done everything I can to keep him away. Rituals, sacrifices, spells, everything. I hope this is over and I could live on with my life. I was about to leave until I noticed something on one of the gravestones. It was a sticky note. I leaned down and took the note and it said, I hadn't forget about you. 
I haven't forgotten about you. I froze. How did the sticky note get here? Unless I dropped the note and began sprinting towards my bike. Before I reached my bike, a black tall figure appeared in front of me. What's the hurry? We're just getting started, she said. Everything faded into black. I woke up tied up to a chair in a large concrete chamber with only a light from the ceiling and a metal door. The metal door opened and a hooded man walked in. Told you I hadn't forgot about you, the hooded man remarked. I felt too weak to talk. All my energy had been sucked out of me. I just glared at him. Your protection is gone. I'm going to have fun with you tonight. Let's begin, shall we? He said. He brought in a cart filled with various torture devices. He took out a sharp knife and jammed it into my chest cavity. I yelled at the top of my lungs as the blood gushed out of my body. Shut up! He said aggressively as he grabbed my tongue and cut it off with his knife. I felt the blood gushing out of my mouth. I tried to get away until he ripped open my torso and violently stabbed my organs. Do you know how much trouble you caused me? How a simple human escaped from my grasp? He raged as he began tearing apart my organs. He grabbed my intestines and started choking me with it. I gasped for air. Everything started to fade out. He let go of me and I walked and walked to the cart. He grabbed a dull hacksaw from the cart and began cutting off my limbs. I felt the hacksaw rip through my muscles. The pain was nothing I had ever felt before. I kept yelling and resisting. Hopefully someone or something will save me, but I guess my luck had run out. The hooded man grabbed my arm and tore it out of my body. I can't take it anymore. I shut my eyes. I woke up back on the chair. My body was restored to normal. I heard a laugh from the dark corner. We're <laughs> just getting started. The hooded man smirked. The metal door opened, and I saw my family walk in the room. They had no expression on their faces. No, I said in disbelief. This can't be. You should have seen the look on their eyes. He laughed. My family, gone. My worst fears became a reality. Every nightmare, fear, and doubt. The past year, I lived in mortal terror for my life and my family, wondering where and when he'll strike ended up happening anyway. My fate was doomed from the start. He tortured me for hours on end, not sparing any tool or method. I could do nothing but sit there. After a couple of hours, he stopped and said, now it's time for you to become my puppet, you pest. He stuck his whole hand into my chest. I felt the very being of my being torn out of me, my very soul tearing into shreds. No, I'm not giving up. I began fighting back with all my might. He's not taking me. What? No! This can't be! It's impossible! He said in shock as I tore his soul out of his body. I control him now. I felt the power of thousands of souls coursing through my veins. I could not liberate all the souls of the innocent people that have fallen victim to the hooded man or become stronger. It is Halloween night and I made my decision. Time to collect souls. Written by Sloshed Tramp. Hello everybody, this is the Fearless Omniist here, and I hope you enjoyed that episode today. Um, I am here with one request, is to have a happy Halloween. And as we are at 10-28-2020, we are facing three more days until Halloween. So, with that being said, I'm about to be bringing out a three-course episode in one day so without further ado i hope you guys have a happy halloween
good night boys and girls